Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonzalez. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 8th of March, 2023. Well, yesterday, the Reserve Bank lifted official interest rates by 25 basis points to 3.6%. But today, speaking at an AFR conference, Governor Philip Lowe reiterated that we may be close to a pause in interest rates. So what would it take? Here's some of what Mr Lowe had to say. Well, we are closer to a pause, and it's a matter of logic, really. As you increase interest rates, uh, you get closer to the point where it is appropriate to, um, to, to uh, stop and for a while and just assess the you know, flow of data. We've done a lot in a short period of time, and at some point it's going to be appropriate to sit still and assess the uh, collective effects of that. Uh, before our next board meeting, we'll have employment that important data on employment. We'll have a monthly, another monthly inflation indicator. We'll have uh, the more detail on retail spending and the business survey. So they're four really important pieces of data that we'll um, look at at our next board meeting. If collectively they suggest that the right thing is to pause, then we'll do that. But if they suggest that uh, we need to keep going, then we will do that. So we've got a completely open mind about uh, what happens at the next board meeting. Uh, yesterday we did discuss the uh, lessons from overseas experience because I remember a few months ago people saying the Western economy or the advanced economies were slowing down, inflation was coming down, the battle was won. Bond yields declined and people were feeling more confident. And then just recently uh, the data, the employment data, particularly in the US and Canada and some other countries have been stronger and um, you saw the response of that to the Fed by the Fed yesterday. So. It is a cautionary um, lesson. Australia has some positives that a number of other Western countries don't have. Uh, wages growth here in Australia is still not too high. There's been a very big increase in labour force participation in Australia, where it's a set of record high women, young kids. Um, um, so right across the distribution, uh, there's been a big increase in labour supply in Australia. That's not the case in the US. And the other um, consideration that we're giving weight to is the fact that Australians have a lot of variable rate debt. In the US, when the Federal Reserve raises uh, their mortgage rates, if you've got an existing mortgage, you don't pay more. In Australia, you do. So you put those things together, I think we're in a, in a better position than um, many other countries, but um, we need to pay attention to what's going on overseas. So if the global economy strengthens again, that'll have implication for us. Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe there speaking at an AFR conference today. The Australian share market did fall. The S&P ASX 200 down 0.8% to 7,307. Earlier I spoke with Luke Clarity from Seneca Financial Solutions and first asked him what the market was expecting given a pause in potential interest rate rises doesn't necessarily mean an end to rate hikes. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, well, I never want to accuse the media of being sensationalist. I don't think that uh, Dr. Lowe was necessarily um, making a, a guidance comment and maybe more just making a sort of mathematical factual statement uh, when he referred to sort of closer to a pause in his speech today. 
Uh, my read on it is kind of largely the same as it was yesterday and, and you know, the day before that, to be honest. I think we're going to end up with two or three more sort of 25 basis point rate hikes um, before we have a sort of protracted period of sort of stable interest rates um, of sort of three to four to four percent uh, while we get inflation under control. The Australian dollar has really been hit hard over the past few days, down from about 67.5 US to 65.7 at the time of recording. But, but that's got to do more with the widening rate differential between the US and Australia, right, along with some more commentary out of the, um, the Fed Reserve chairman overnight. Yeah, that's correct. Sort of a, an easy, uh, I suppose, proxy for the Australian dollar is just to um, divide the US 10-year bonds by the Australian 10-year bonds because global investors are just chasing the highest return. So if that's in the US, that's where they're going to go. They're going to have to buy US dollars to buy those bonds. Uh, just creates a, na- a natural demand. So yeah, Federal uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Powell last night uh, sort of guiding the markets to a faster pace of rate hikes, potentially a higher terminal rate, um, and you know sort of putting the caveat on that if that's what the economic data warrants, which I suppose from any central bank's kind of all you could really ask. Um, the market is now though pricing in. Are better than even odds, uh, chances of 50 basis uh, point rate hike in the US uh, in March. Now, just for transparency, we record this at about 3.20-ish um, Eastern time. So the banks have had just over 24 hours to consider the Reserve Bank's interest rate rise from yesterday. Still no word from the banks. But what's all of these interest rate rises mean for these listed banks? Um, look, I think there's positives and negatives. On the positive side, if we're going to have higher interest rates and and uh, that's going to be higher than the market expects, we might see uh, bank net interest margins uh, stay high for, for longer, essentially remain elevated. So uh, that, that's a positive for bank earnings and bank profits and, and would be sort of um, above market expectations for lack of, uh, you know, for, from where they are right now. Uh, on the sort of flip side, uh, you know, deeper, more protracted slowdown in the economy that might be caused by having higher interest rates. Um, you know, it dampens the housing market, it dampens, dampens loan, ac- uh, loan activity and loan volumes, as well as potentially uh, increases the bank's bad debt expenses. So um, it, there's sort of two sort of sides of the coin here to consider, and it really is a question of magnitude uh, more so than uh, anything else. Finally, in this environment, where do you see the opportunities? We obviously continue to favour companies that are net beneficiaries of this sort of rising interest rate environment. Um, The insurance sector is probably the the Goldilocks pick out of those uh, sort of sectors that do benefit. But we think the best way to play that is through an insurance broker like AUB Group, uh, rather than sort of getting into the underwriters of sort of Suncorp, IAG, QBE, uh, et cetera, because they're facing that sort of natural disaster and catastrophe risk which we know, um, you know is, is increasing in frequency with climate change. So prefer the brokers, which get all the benefits uh, without some of the headwinds. Luke Larrative there from Seneca Investment Solutions. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.